What is up, everybody? Good evening. This is David, a.k.a. Preacher Man. And today's topic is should trans athletes be allowed to play in the gender sport they choose? Again, should trans athletes be allowed to play in the gender sports they choose when they become a transgender athlete? And I know this is a topic that a lot of people kind of right now are wrestling with. A lot of people are trying to figure out how do we bring this into the fold of sports, uh, gender-specific sports. Uh, right now we have uh, sports that are made specifically for men and for women. All right? And there's, a, there's, there's the same sport, but again, they are gender-specific. So men right now can't go and play in the WNBA, and a woman can't go and play in the NBA. Um, and I believe that's, that is, again, uh, first off, to make sure that uh, everything is competition, fairness. Uh, when we talk about com uh, co fairness of competition, it's just making sure that uh, no one has an upper hand over another based off of gender specification. Uh, when we look at this, and I want to first off acknowledge uh, back in 2014, the uh, transgender fighter, who fought a woman who was born a woman. And the transgender fighter was born a male and became trans and decided, hey, I want to be a female. So if you have not heard of the uh, Fallon Fox and Tamika Brent's the fight, uh, which happened in 2014, the transgender a fighter had fractured the skull of the opponent, which was the female. Uh, the female was born a female. The transgender was born a male and went over to fight uh, in the MMA, in the women's division, and again, fractured the skull. So when we look at that, and I just want to talk about that for a quick second, I don't want to stay there long, but when we look at that and we see something like that uh, really brings um, shame to that sport and to that women's division. And I say that because when we look at a women's division, we need women to be able to compete with women. Uh, I think that that was an un competitive fight I think there were uh, some boundaries and some things that uh, would say that fight wasn't a competitive fight should have never happened I think that the transgender man um, uh, who or the man who trans who changed his sex to be a, a transgender woman should have just basically fought in the men's division and uh, and and went from there uh, I want to say that the woman, uh, who suffered that great injury, uh, she said something on the lines of, um, I fought a lot of women and have never fought, felt the strength that I felt in a fight as I did that night. I can't answer whether it's because she was born a man or not because I'm not a doctor. I can only say I've never felt so overpowered in my life and I am an abnormal, strong female in my own right. She goes on to say that the grip was different. She says she usually can move around in the clinch against other females, but uh, couldn't move at all. 
in 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 Fox's clinch, um, and that's what she told um, the source. Whoa, TV. Um, and I think when we when we look at something like that, we have to go back and really ask ourselves: Is it worth putting men or women uh, who were born uh, as a man or a woman against somebody who changes their sex and decides, hey, I want to compete? And the gender specific sport that I changed my sex to more so than the gender specific sport that is on their birth certificate. I want to also talk about um, a movie, uh, a movie that everyone has seen at points in their life uh, called Juana Man. And we know that Juana Man came out, I believe, in the year of 2002. Uh, we know from Juana Man that Juana was a man, um, and that Juana Man went from basically uh, playing in the NBA and going over to the WNBA. Now, many might say this is something that no one's seen coming as far as dealing with our sports world today here in 2022. But again, this movie came back out in 2002. I was considered a comedy, as we know, a uh, fictionalized version of an NBA basketball star who's undisciplined on and off the court. Annex have earned him a bad reputation in the basketball community. And we all, uh, when we look at this, we see that the man, I uh, guess with the bad reputation, he goes over and changes himself to a female. You know, becomes a transgender uh, athlete. Uh, at that time, I don't think a lot of people were acknowledging that Trent, this was a transgender athlete. I think most people were considered more that it was a movie. I'm not here to bash the movie, but I'm here to just talk about how that movie um, came about, how that movie really influenced, and I believe it has an influence, uh, in my opinion, in the world we live in today. And when we looked at the movie Joanna Man, uh, we see that this man who trans became a trans woman uh, dominated the sport um, at you know over there, um, and and I think that most people will acknowledge the fact that there are ups and downs, pros and cons uh, to a transgender being in the same arena as one who is a part of a specific gender that has not been changed, but has been made by God uh, in their own, through their birth and on their birth certificate. Uh, when it comes down to it, uh, I don't believe that any man who changes over to be a female should compete in the woman's sport. And I don't think that a woman who trans trans over, um, to a male should be able to play in the men's sport. One, because I believe that the body has different makeups. I think that we all uh, have different makeups. I think that a man's body, um, and it's been proven, doesn't you don't need scientists or science to see this, but a man's body is more built different than a woman, and a woman's body is built different uh, than a male's. I also believe that we don't uh, need to share locker rooms. I think that we have gender specific locker rooms because again, it gives women privacy to be women and the men's uh, locker room gives a man privacy to be a man. When we talk about trans athletes in sports, I really think right this moment and at this moment, a lot of people are trying to fight that they want to, there, there, there are people on the fence who are trans or are part of the trans uh, community who say, 
you know, let these people choose who they want to be and who they want to uh, compete against. Uh, I believe that when it comes to a transgender, and I say this, when it comes to transgender uh, athletes, when it comes to their relationship and who they're going to be with, that's a different ball game because that person has to live with them. Um, that person has to deal with them. That person has to be in agreement with them. And I think when it comes down to transgender athletes, I think that people are more uh, acceptable to basically bringing it and accepting it because of lawsuits. They don't want the lawsuit. They don't want to deal with it. But I believe that it's, it's, our, it's the parent's responsibility. I believe that it's the coach's responsibility uh, to speak up and let their, um, their, their voices be heard. At the end of the day, I think it's imperative for the parents and for uh, the coaches to speak up, one, because it's the voice for the, for the student athletes. It's a voice that allows them to talk about how it changes the game and how transgender athletes uh, can, can be more of a, the focus point than the sport itself. Um, I think that there are people who would say that they prefer if they're a coach to coach men, and that's what they want to coach. And if they uh, want to coach women's sports, that's what they want to coach. I think that in society, we're becoming, we're just starting to become too loose with things. We're not thinking about others. We're thinking more about self. Well, I don't want a lawsuit, so I guess I'll, I will accept it. Instead of saying, hey, what do these athletes think about it? What are their parents? Let's, let's talk to the parents, see what's going on. Um, I think that at the end of the day, that it could be it could be handled differently. Um, right now, there are trans athletes uh, in the Olympics, I believe, and uh, they're they're going that way. And I think that the Olympics is a whole different type of uh, athletic committee. They are they govern more so of the world athletics when they bring all these countries together to compete in what we call the Olympics. Everybody's representing their country. I think that when it comes to the college and high school and middle school and peewee that we need to keep the gender specific sports uh, separated. And it's to again, because I believe that one, there needs to be competitive fairness. There doesn't need to be an advantage. No one needs to gain the competitive edge um, in, inside of athletics. And I say that because if we're going to be fair on all levels, then that means you would have to basically go back in and rewrite your rules about performing enhancing drugs because performing enhancing drugs have testosterone in it. Uh, it has these things in it that we want to ban from the specific sport. And I don't think a lot of times people or even the committees are thinking about that. Again, the focus is more on lawsuits. The focus is more on transgender rights. And I believe that rights have already been put in place for everybody. If you decide that, hey, you want to change it to be uh, a female and you're a male, then which again, what you do away from the sport is one thing with your relationships. But when you come to the sport, you come into the sport and you and you play, you compete and don't let that be a hindrance to how you want to be looked at off and away from the courts, the field or the pool halls. I think that we're, we're doing so much with trying to accommodate everybody uh, because we don't want to be looked at in the bad 
eye. We want to be looked at as loving and caring and strengthening the relationships between college sports and Olympic sports and high school sports and peewee sports and so much of those things. But I think that we need to really um, allow people to participate in the gender specific sport that's that they were uh, born with on their birth certificate. Um, many people want to overlook the birth certificate, but we can't overlook the birth certificate. I can't change my, the color of my skin. I can't change so many different things that people who are transgender are like, I, I want to I change who I really am, how I feel on the inside. What I feel on the inside is one thing, but to go out here and try to, and, and try to push it onto our basketball courts, football courts, and things of that nature, I think that, is, is more selfishness. Um, I've been, I was an athlete. Uh, I played football. Um, I played, and I, and I also wrestled. And I believe that when when you're when you're on the sport and you're playing these sports, I believe this is just my opinion. You know, I never seen anybody want to change their gender more so. Um, I know that the locker room, the, the conversations in the locker rooms are different um, in a male's locker room than it would be in a female's locker room. And that's supposed to be like that. Um, whereas men talk more differently than the women would talk. Um, and I believe also that that plays a big role in um, the locker rooms and how are these individuals supposed to be changing. So it's so much that's going on and a lot of people are just not really untuned to all this again everybody's just trying to make everything a lot easier uh transition more so than saying hey let's keep stuff uh divided and i think we it's been divided before for you know for a specific reason it's divided because one everybody needs that competitive be able to be on a level playing field on on the competitive level um if you take a man and he goes and he wants he's transitioning to be transitioning to be a woman. His body makeup is still going to compete, have that competitive edge, whether he has less testosterone or more, because he's the makeup of him is a male, and we can and, and science and and doctors can give them all the testosterone and all this stuff that they want to. It does not change the fact that that individual is a male and he's going to dominate that sport. And when a woman comes and she's taking a lot of the hormones and stuff like that, again, she's going to gain the muscles. She's going to gain the facial hair. She's going to gain certain things that men have. And she's going to have a competitive edge to compete at least. I'm not going to say she might, she's not going to, she's going to dominate. I'm not going to say she's not going to dominate. But again, because she's a woman, she's able to, you know, bring the competition level up a little bit and, and is able to uh, compete with the man. And I don't think that needs to happen because again, we we kept we we have already have we already have sports gender spe uh, specific and it's already a divide uh, to keep everybody in the sport that is that they want to play and have an advantage. Now, I want to move into the part of athletics if we look at it from this point of view of allowing transgender athletes. Uh, it creates it brings some type of shame to the sport. And I know many people might say, well, no, it's not. You're a homophobic. Well, I'm not a homophobic person. All right. I'm a heterosexual. I believe if the person wants to be trans, let them be trans. I think that's that's more so for their relationships, not more so for a sport. Uh, because again, we don't want to create the the division amongst the athletes. 
that are being represented at these schools and that are being represented uh, wherever they're going to be competing at. I think that what the birth certificate says is the most important way to go. And a lot of people feel that, well, this is not what they want. This is not what, what they would like. Well, we, well we're still waiting. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this. We're still waiting on doctors to come up with their scientific analysis on this stuff. But we, we all know science. We can make science say we want it to say. We can make it say, even if it has a competitive edge, well, it doesn't. Or we can make it say, you know, it has a competitive edge and say it has a competitive edge on it. But I want to talk about the Olympics with the Russians at one point. I think uh, back in the Olympics when the Russians uh, used steroids um, or, or if you want to say the testosterone method, because again, testosterones are a form of steroids, which is a stimulant to enhance your performance. Okay. And, and a lot of athletes have used it, have been caught using it. Um, but we look at the Russians who used it during the Olympics. They were stronger. They were beating everybody. Um, and, 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 and this is, it was said that during the Winter Olympics in Russia, six years later, they were found to have been tainted by doping. Okay, um, the, the International Olympic Committee have found that out. And again, at some point when the Russians did utilize uh, steroids, and I believe this is before all, you know, most countries started, you know, athletes started really utilizing steroids. Uh, the Russians, I believe, were beating, winning competitions. I mean, just going to town on everybody and, and having that upper hand um, in, in, in the Olympics, okay? And they were winning. Uh, I think that when, when, we, when we look at these things, uh, when we look at sports, we, there's so much that rides on these sports. There's so much competition. I think I want, I wouldn't, I have two daughters. I have a son. I, I don't want them to have to worry about someone having an athletic uh, uh, overhang over them, you know, having that edge over them. Um, I seen women when I wrestled who were women, they were born women beating men. All right. And, and that, that happens. Okay. But they were not utilizing the testosterones to because and, and, and this was going to be used, okay. I mean, let me finish my last one. They were not using basically the testosterone that's being used right now and all of that other good stuff to performance to enhance the performance. Your go ahead, your performance is going to be enhanced whether people want to say it's a different type of uh of a testosterone, whatever. It's all the same to me. Um, if you look at it, I mean, these women they go get that that are trans, they go and. They're utilizing, to, again, testosterone, and they're going in the weight room, and they're getting stronger, not based off because they're lifting weights, but because of they're doing more reps, and their body's automatically creating a muscle mass. So, again, that right there is putting other athletes at a disadvantage, whether people want to say it or not. And I think that when we look at competing on a fair level without cheating, then we can't allow this. And again, it's parents' responsibility, coaches' responsibility to bring uh, this stuff up. I know lawsuits are going to be thrown each and every way because, again, people are like sensitive today. They want, oh, I want my rights. I want to be able to be who I want to be. And and I think that we need to keep this stuff in place that, hey, there is a sport specific for you. You were born a, a male. Go play male uh, sports. You were born a female. Go play women's sports. A lot of people 
don't want to do that because, again, they feel some type of way in the whole matter and that they just don't want to. You know, I, I look at some some people, they want to play on women leagues who and, and who are trans. They want to be men but change over to female because they can't compete with male athletes. They want to be uh, women because they can't uh, fulfill the desire of the, the male sports or they don't feel comfortable in the male locker room, whatever the case may be. We have women who want to change over to be a male uh, because they feel like they have to prove that they can compete with the male. And you don't have to do that. Play in your gender specific sport and let that happen. Uh, I believe that's just that's how it needs to go. I am a firm believer in it. One, because, you know, I am a coach. One. And two, um, I want to see I want to see great competition. I, I don't want to see all this extra stuff. You know, it's, it's just too much that that's going to happen. And a lot of people are not admitting it because, again, we're more politically we're more becoming a political country. We're more uh, want to be make sure that we don't hurt people's feelings. We don't want people left out and all this other stuff that's going on. Just like I said in the beginning, the um, the transgender athlete fracturing a skull of the female athlete uh, in an MML fight. Um, when we look at that, that is the focal point of why we don't want that to happen. I'm a male, and I'm, 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 I love being a male. I don't need to compete against a transgender woman or trans, you know, I don't, I don't need to. There's no point in me doing that. You, you are a woman, and you want to be a man, go play in the women's league. Don't Try to make me uh, accept the fact of who you are. You are who you want to be. All right? I don't have to sit there and accept it and say, okay, well, you can come over here and play with us. I mean, we have played in pickup games. I played in pickup games, you know, in the backyard with, uh, as we call it, the backyard, with women who are, who are actually women that said, hey, I want to play basketball. I want to play against the males. Or I want to play football. I want to play against the males. And, again, we're, we're, we're two-hand touching. If we're playing football, we're playing basketball, we're playing basketball. And what we try to do is we make the we try to make the woman – Stick the woman and, and 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 or guard the woman. And let me say that guard the woman, and you make the man guard the man. Uh, because again, the disadvantages of a man guarding a woman, and we know it, and the whole world knows it. Um, and we don't have to sit here and beat a dead horse with it. But I just want to. I just thought I would come through and just talk about trans athletes in sports. They want to be on these teams but the reality is we as people and as the parents and as the coaching staff we have to be the vocal point for our athletes and we have to be the vocal point because again we want to make sure that we are creating a level playing field we're not creating a playing field with one minute this team has the testosterone booster coming in the game and, and scoring all these points or being the most magnificent swimmer when they could have did that in the the the, the uh, gender specific sport that they were born with as a male or female on their birth certificate. Um, I think many people want to overlook birth certificates because of what whatever the case is. Uh, but we also have to understand that there are countries who ban that stuff. So when we talk about Olympics, there are countries who uh, don't allow homosexuality or don't allow, allow transgender athletes. So we have to be mindful of those things, even with if we're going to allow that to happen in all the Olympics. And I think those committees need to really look at that stuff and um, not really make a change until every country wants that change to happen. Because we don't we don't want to risk putting um, competitors 
on the stage of certain countries and, and, and they can't even go and participate. So again, I think that we, we just need to go ahead and close this thing out uh, when it comes down to the transgender athletes and athletics. Um, that, that again, this is something that needs to be worked out, hashed out. Um, uh, there, there are some governors, and kudos to them, and state legislators, kudos to them, who are making the decisions to keep uh, transgenders uh, in this specific sport that they are um, supposed to be playing. That's on their birth certificate more so than allowing them to transgender and be in the sport that they created their gender to be. Uh, I think that's fair when it comes down to the legislators and the athletic directors and the sports associations. I think that the NCAA uh, needs to take on that same uh, point, even though they did bring something, the Board of Governors did update the transgender policy um, uh, at one point. Um, I want to say that happened back in January um, of 2022. I think uh, that they, uh, they're going to have some things in, in place for the testosterone levels, uh, before championship selections and things of that nature, they want to test these uh, athletes out who are um, transgender and things like that nature. Um, I believe also when we look at trans athletes, when we look at trans athletes, what happens if we allow them to be in, play in the sport and then they want to change back and convert back to their old uh, person? Uh, do they go and take down the records? Do they go and keep the records? What what about all those things? So I think that when it comes down to this, this is a 10 to 20 year, um, if you ask me, a 10 to 20 year issue that needs to be well drawn out. I think that if we say no, we we make it no. And we we justify our no's, which we can justify the no's. We don't have to worry about science and doctors. Uh, one is because science is not 100% accurate. I think that... Uh, uh, the way God makes us and the way God has made man and the way God has made women, he made us um, unique. And he made us to uh, be stronger sometimes than others. And again, as male as our job to compete on the male level and it's women's job to compete on a woman's level. I think that we should not uh, taint that. I don't think that we should bring those questions even into our arenas, really, if you ask me. Uh, because the simple fact is that the gender-specific sport that's that that they were on their birth certificate and born needs to lead the way more so than obviously they waking up one night and saying, "Hey, I I I want I want to compete with the women." Um, again, also though things can happen, um, and within within them 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 rules, you have women who might say, "Hey, this person is a ball hog. I I, I don't want to." play like this or you might have men who say hey you know they're not able to compete with us that you know I, I think that they need to go and take that step down and then when it becomes a decision for them to go to the professional level there's a lot of things that could be um, utilized to bring lawsuits so now money's being shelled out uh, distractions are happening People are more so and concerned about what's going on more so than the team. People might boycott. It's so much stuff that can happen that we don't need happening. We don't need to set ourselves up. I believe utilize the gender specific uh, birth certificate, and let's just let's just go about this thing and 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 and, and stop worrying about you know how people are going to feel. And I think 
I think that's that's fair enough. I mean, a lot of people I know might be on a fence and on a borderline and say, oh, you're insensitive. Well, I'm not an insensitive person because, one, I have two daughters, I have a son, and I, I see that uh, that the makeup is different. And, I, and as a former athlete who wrestled and played football, there is buildup of a man that's different than a woman. We're, we're, we're more aggressive in competition. And uh, if you look at the NBA and the WNBA, uh, they both have different ball size. Uh, men's ball size of the basketball is a lot bigger than a woman's. Women use a smaller ball. One, because one, women's hands are smaller. Uh, I mean, come on. We're, this stuff has already been hashed out. This is not something to really fight over. Um, I just I just don't see the just justification of letting transgender athletes compete um, on the same level as the gender that they choose. It doesn't make sense to me, and um, it's it's a work in process. And I think science can't can't even uh, come up with this within the next two two years. I, I don't think. I think really it's going to be a lot of uh, 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 ups and downs. It's going to be a lot of uh, tests. It's going to be a lot of errors. Uh, a lot of trial and error, basically. And, and and those kinks need to be worked out. Those kinks need to be fixed. I think that any parent will say, well, I want my child to participate in a sport uh, that they were uh, supposed to be and that their gender on their birth certificate says because, again, it makes a big difference. It uh, helps that individual want to be able to be able to be on a level where they're able to compete. Um, and I think at this point in time, then, you know, NCAA, everybody's got to go and look at their their uh, outlook on on steroids and performing enhancing drugs because again, that's what the testosterone's are. You know, you have too much in you, kind of makes you a lot more aggressive, and it makes you build all the the things that you need to build. And I think that when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm against it, and I'm I'm gonna be against it. For a long time, um, and and there's nothing that can really change my mind. And I'm gonna say that because again, I'm looking more about how God made us, not how science is gonna perceive it. Uh, the way God made us, it, He made us the the way and in, in the image that we need to be. And we have those who want to defile the body, and we want, and if they want to defile it, let them defile it in their own way. But don't let them be able to just defile it and then be like, okay, well, put me into this sport so I can dominate it, or for whatever reasons. Um, and, and and we go from there. I think that we should be if, if we're going to allow um, gay athletes or athletes who decide, hey, I want to be a transgender, where they can come in the gender that their birth certificate says. And I think that we just need to have a class on not being not treating them like outcasts or saying any derogatory things to them. Um, and again, athletes are going to be athletes. They're going to have fun. They're going to say what they want to say, and they're going to they're going to do what they kind of want to do in the locker room because that's just how athletes are. They're going to utilize different words. Uh, coaches are going to utilize different words. And I think that when that happens, um, people can get the misconception or might feel awkward or might say, "Well, I didn't know it was going to end like that." But again, guys, ladies and gentlemen. That's just my opinion on, on trans athletes. Again, I answered it with a no. Give me your thoughts. Give me your opinions. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear your opinions um, through email, through your own podcast, or through whatever avenues that you would like to to bring it up in. I want to hear your opinions. I think that we all have an opinion and um, that we all should we all have a hand in this. And let's let's let our voices be heard and let's let's really um let's really uh come together and see what we come up with and how we can help our kids um, not have to worry about athletes who have that 
advantage over them because again they don't want to go out here and be transgender and utilize these performance enhancing drugs and all this stuff that that is out there and put into these um gender maker chemicals so again um david aka preaching man that's my time and again what do you think about should trans athletes be allowed to play in the gender sport that they choose to be in Again, that's my time, David, a.k.a. Preacher Man. Until the next episode.